0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of A Pastor and His People. I am Pastor Witt, here with Pastor Grant. We're going to be in Titus chapter 2. Uh, Grant, would you like to open up and read the scripture for us and then begin drilling me with questions about Sunday's sermon? I would love
1: to. Sounds like a good <laughs> amen right there. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so let me pray for us and then we'll we'll dive right in. Mm-hmm. Father, we love you. Uh, We thank you for the great privilege to uh, look at your word. Uh, I pray that this would be edifying uh, to your kingdom. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So, uh, let's go ahead and read the scripture here, starting in verse 6 and read through 10. It says, uh, Likewise, urge the younger men to be self-controlled, Show yourself in all respects to be a model of good works, and in your teaching show integrity, dignity, and sound speech that cannot be condemned, so that an opponent may be put to shame, having nothing evil to say about us. Bondservants are to be submissive to their own masters in everything, They are to be well-pleasing, not argumentative, not pilfering, but showing all good faith, so that in everything they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior. And so as we kind of go in, uh, first and foremost, encouragement towards you. Uh, Great job. Uh, of handling uh, the word of truth and so we are we are very grateful uh, for you and how the Lord is using you at Park Baptist Church um, but you've given us three points here
0: yeah.
1: uh, first point is sound doctrine for young men mm-hmm. and so uh, as you went in there you um, after you gave us a, a great introduction of mouse trap uh, and everything working together that is what my and, son took home and soccer and football and, soccer I, I and know football. That's a lot of things yes, <laughs> yes. yes. but you, you hung on the mouse trap the most i do believe I do. um but but we i love to hear um just uh, as you were teaching uh, it just felt that that this was hitting pretty deep To your heart. I know you're a young man yourself, but you spend a lot of your time in ministry pouring into younger men. Yeah. So tell me what you were thinking of as you were studying this self-control component Mm.
0: of... Yeah. Uh, To be honest, uh, just part of it is personal experience and personal life or ministry, uh, but also usually... I mean, because I'm not preaching every week, so and I want to not just preach a text. I want to preach a text to the people here that God has given us as pastors. Like I want to preach to Park Baptist. And so a lot of my prep throughout the week is actually maybe talking to certain people. So like last week, talking to certain women in the church, asking them questions or Even this week, talking to some guys and just asking, like, when you think of self control, like, what do you think of or what comes to your mind? And it's just really in those conversations, I feel like the Lord uses those in my own heart um, to remind me of things and um, help it really, you know, go to that second layer in the text. And so I think that's a lot of it is just talking to the people here at the church. Um, And then also, I think the the disqualification part Mm -hmm. of just having people tell me about stories that they're hearing of different people. And it's just, it should be terrifying, Mm -hmm. you know, not, not in a fearful way, but more of a, a sobering manner of like, I'm a sinner too. Mm -hmm. Like when he's saying urge them, he's not saying urge them as like, this can't happen to you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, part of it's like, I'm in ministry. I'm a, you know, I'm trying to follow the Lord. I'm trying to do His work, but like, I'm also susceptible to falling into sin. So I need to. It kind of hit me, home. Like, I don't want to be one of those people who make a headline for those reasons, or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. So that was kind of part of it as well, like self control and and really, like I think for a lot talking to guys, a lot of it was that lust, right? Mm-hmm. It's a very common thing. But you hear pastors embezzling money or you know, whatever, you know, anger, pride. The two examples I gave, uh, Driscoll and McDonald, like that's, it was pride. Mm-hmm. That was their primary reasons for being asked to step down. And so, um, yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons, the things that came to my mind with just thinking of that. And maybe you said there's maybe something a little bit more energy there. Yeah. That's probably why. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that
1: was great, and and I loved how you went back in and showed us that this self control was not only here with the with the young men, right? Uh, it was with the qualifications of an elder. It yeah. was in with the older mm-hmm. older men, um, and so these these uh, qualities mm-hmm. of self control. Are uh, very vital mm-hmm. uh, to uh, our Christian walk in general, right? Yeah, um, and and I would just, um, I, I think I I think it would have been hard for us to sit out in the congregation and and hear the preaching of the word and not go back in ourselves to see where we've had a lack of self control, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and and been refined yeah um and I, I for me personally i think i think that's where it took me of just a lack of self control that i've had mm-hmm. and just uh, praising god for the refinement uh, but thinking back to being a younger man yeah you know um, even though i am still young don't <laughs> let the hairline <laughs> fool you <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. Uh, but, <laughs> but you also um I, I loved how you brought out um the weightiness of the scripture. Yeah. Um and how this isn't something as we're going through these Mm -hmm. uh, qualifications and how you attach six and seven together Mm -hmm.
0: um, in the weightiness of there. Were there any more thoughts that you would like to
1: give us there?
0: Yeah. I mean, I did reference that quote by uh, Piper, Piper, and uh, I was actually considering doing more. I just feel like when you give a quote to people, like, there's only so much they can listen to. Once the people share me quotes, I'm like, can you, like, cut this in half? (laughs) So that's kind of what I did. <laughs> one sentence. One sentence. Um, yeah. Because he actually goes into um, later. he Talks about um, just how. Because I mean, honestly, Titus is the pastor, or he's in this special bishop kind of role over the, all the churches in Crete. He's trying to organize, right? Mm-hmm. Not just one in particular, and pointing elders in different towns and stuff. And um, but he talked. He talked about in that that conference. He was just how. He's seen more and more of people telling him, just lighten up, you know, tell more jokes, be more funny. That's how you're going to really get a people. And he says, like, and yet leaders of world major religions are saying this. And he, he quotes a letter written from, um, might have been ISIS to uh, countries. And just mm-hmm. basically like, this is what we are calling you to, to, to jihad, or the way of Allah. And, he goes, and then what they do, they put their hands on people and bless them as they strap bombs to their chest and go blow up children. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and yet, somehow, what do we say? Just tell more jokes. Mm-hmm. And he says, what, what's the spirit of Jesus say? He says, mm-hmm. cut off your hand, pluck out your eye, mm-hmm. give away everything. Or come, like, and this is what we're preaching, right? And yet, like, look at the other world. They're not joking, mm-hmm. and people are laying down their lives. He goes, what are we should be doing behind the pulpit with God's sacred word? There's a weight there in even our culture, but also just like Second Timothy, right? I charge in the presence of Jesus Christ, right? The judge of the living and dead. Preach the word. Yeah. Right. There's a there should be a weight there. And but once again, not that you can't tell jokes. Right. Not That you can't. You have to can't show emotion. But um, when we go to share the gospel, we have to understand that eternal things are at stake. Sorry, man. All my answers no, are really long, Grant. No, <laughs> no, and and
1: I think I think this is what the people need to hear, mm-hmm. and and I think it's great to to bring that out, even with somebody like you who's got a great personality and, and likes Aww. to tell jokes. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'll tell you the truth when we're off the air. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I think it. I think I, I think that's one of the reasons why it might have stuck out to me because you do like to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. You do, you know. Yeah. Um and, and and I think I think we do sometimes in our culture miss the weightiness mm-hmm. of what we're saying, how we're using yeah. our words. Whether it be on social media, right. whether it be face-to-face,
0: of just what we're really saying. And I think in, like in evangelism, often what we see is, because there is, I mean, obviously, like you see the Acts and Paul uh, in letters. He's praying he asks them, pray, pray for boldness for me. Mm. Why? Because sometimes when we go to share the gospel, we're just like, what's the bare minimum I can say? Mm. And get out of that conversation as soon as possible but if we understand this weightiness, he's saying in Timothy, in teaching these things, that when we go to share the gospel with a family member or a neighbor, we're not trying to run. We want them to really under—not just with our words, but how we are speaking these words—that mm-hmm. there's a weight here, and that it's calling for a response. Like sharing the gospel, Paul says that he's pleading, he's persuading. These are the words that he uses with sharing the gospel. I think there's that weight there, so we don't want to just we're on vacation, our family, you know, their loss is, uh, hey, you know, Jesus died for you. And it's kind of, oh, I gotta give, I'll be right back. You know, but we want to say, like, what do you think about that? Like, what's keeping you from, you know, it's a weighty thing, right? If you, you know, just really pushing that there, not in the sense of, once again, you can't joke with your family, you have to be stoic, but, you know, we don't want people to just, in a sense, let them off the hook because the word is, I mean, there's eternal things at stake, Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, and and I think there was definitely uh, that element there, and I think you were very true to the Scripture when you were bringing that Mm -hmm. apart. Um, Moving into the second point, uh, sound doctrine for servants, uh, and that's where you go into verse Mm -hmm. 9. Great job kind of uh, sharing with us the difference in slavery in this time period, different slavery in... um, Uh, Joseph's Day and different slavery, 17th, 18th, 100s, Mm -hmm. that we're more uh, accustomed to when we hear slavery thinking of the Atlantic slave trade. And so um, as you go into there, though, you really kind of grabbed hold of, uh, you know, even though you didn't like it, uh, you went into our jobs, <laughs> yeah. um, being the closest thing that we could kind of relate to, right. um, and pulled these words out of uh, not being argumentative, mm-hmm. uh, not pilfering, not stealing. Is stealing. We, we don't pilfering. really use pilfering. We right don't. Else. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, but it's what the word says. Right. So right. That's why, at least in this translation. <laughs> um, and so, um, but I thought that was a really good point because especially in our society mm-hmm. there is a, a constant something not being fair mm-hmm. and i think the contrast between like the way a slave was treated mm-hmm. and how you were treated by your boss yeah Go into some more detail there with us. Uh, thinking of that, you took us over to First Peter right. and I showed us First that Peter. excess. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Um, and so kind of uh, broaden that out for us yeah. in some... Because I,
0: I know there was not... You yeah, weren't I mean, able to
1: say everything you wanted to. For basically. sure.
0: Because um, I, I think it's hard because like, you have, obviously you have the job as the prime example But I think as Christians, just the culture that we live in, um, I'm in, I feel like, a minority group where I I see that the world, our culture is shifting more secular every day. Christians are being, you know, going to be put on the fringes of society. And this text in particular, right, I think it's a good thing, right? I think there's maybe a divide within Christians of like wanting to keep the culture with God at the center. And I think that's a good and godly thing. But the world's the world. And it's not necessarily for us to control society as much as with the bond servants, right? They're they're not told to redo the social order. Mm-hmm. They're told to um, be like Christ when he was reviled. He not reviled in return. When he was... Beaten. He did not threaten. And what what happens? Like uh, there's an example of um actually talking about the um, 17th, to 18th century uh, slavery. Uh, his name is John. I want to say John Harper. Am I get it wrong. It's in that book, Gospel and Personal Evangelism by Dever. He talks about this slave who was beaten like merciless. Mm. Yeah. And the slave master overheard him after a couple like 30 minutes after. It's like praying for his. The guy who just beat him. Yeah. And the guy just broke down. Like, why? It's He saw Jesus. Amen. In that man. He was modeling what Christ has done for us. And so is not for us to be strong in our society. It's to be weak. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the lion became a lamb. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's really our goal is to not to win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our goal is to conquer. And how did Christ conquer? He laid down his life. Mm-hmm. So that's where I see that with the bond service primarily in your job your job is not to win arguments or to like you know not to outdo your uh you know your coworkers and like your goal is not to win your goal is to lay down your life mm-hmm. and so that's where i really see that in that text it's a hard you know, I, I don't know i just maybe it's it is against our culture mm-hmm. america wants to win we want gold medals in the olympics we want to be recognized and man what is i can't remember what mission organization said it but they said Preach the gospel, die, be forgotten. Mm-hmm. That, that's yeah. our that's our life, martyrs. Yeah. yeah, you know, and we want to be like John the Baptist. Yeah, amen. I must decrease; he must increase. And so, if we're I mean, we're, go read Paul's letters of Corinthians, right? We're, we're the last. Mm-hmm. We're 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 the scum of the earth. We're fools for Christ's sake. Yeah. Should, you should know, just take that to heart. That's like bond service, We're the on the bottom of the totem pole, right? And yet, he's addressing them with. Older women, younger—they're all brothers and sisters in Christ, Amen. right? These are these are people that would have been worshiping together, and mm-hmm. and they would have understood that in society, that their brothers and sisters were right there were looked down upon. And here, yep. Paul is maybe giving them a word of encouragement, knowing that they're being stepped on daily in society. Man, you get the great privilege to show people Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's amazing because in the eternal perspective, he's almost lifting up the bond servants more than the other ones because they have been. A chance to do things that maybe the other ones didn't. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Amen. Just yeah, yeah. culture. And just to,
1: just to give a practical application, like if you're pouting, yeah, talking behind your boss's back, yeah, Grumbling, coming in, yeah. coming in fifteen minutes late, <laughs> yeah, you're you're stealing company time. Yeah, you're, you're pilfering. You know, taking a little bit longer mm-hmm. on your lunch break because.
0: Yeah.
1: And you, there's so many reasons that come to your yeah. head, right? Yeah. Um,
0: they don't deserve this, or I you know, I did this. Mm-hmm. It's like, you will we'll not be above reproach. Everybody Amen. said that. They would see, Je- how would Jesus do this? Yeah. So.
1: Amen. And that moves us into our third
0: point. Yeah. Sorry, I skipped ahead. Uh, it's
1: okay. <laughs> Sound doctrine for Christ. Yeah. Uh, so that in everything. They may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior.
0: Boom. Um man. and I, so I was very excited when I saw the amen. verse. Yeah. Just all week pre- prepping. You're just like, man, verse 10. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> amen. Yeah.
1: Amen. And and just as you um I thought it was uh to kind of close us out here. Yep. Of course. Jesus Christ was our ultimate example mm-hmm. of leaving heaven, coming to this earth, living uh, a perfect and sinless life, being born of a woman, mm-hmm. uh, of his own creation, uh, and, and doing all of that for us. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I loved how you brought out uh, that it does not say just the doctrine of God. Mm-hmm. but the doctrine of God our Savior yeah. and so as we kind of lump that all together any final thoughts that you want to kind of bring us home with
0: yeah I think because so I think once again you got to remember this is we've broken down one through ten in three different weeks mm-hmm. but this is all together you know this is all the the idea is that these instructions how are they to live out the instructions by the gospel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How, what was the goal? F- to show the gospel, mm-hmm. right? The gospel is the center and the foundation. Like Christ is allowing them motivation and the ability to do these things. So, why? That they could then shine. Like I think I said it last week in the podcast, but or to be, the, the commanding Israel to live a certain way according to the law is to attract the nations mm-hmm. to this Savior. Yeah, And so, that's the idea is that. It just, I mean, there's just this point though, like why we do things. I think that's how I closed it. Like, what's our hope? Why? It's hopefully, something in us is stirred when we think about God's glory. I think it's a really the major difference between Christians and non-believers mm-hmm. that when we do things, good deeds and efforts, our hope is like, man, I'm motivated. I am thrilled. God would get glory, mm-hmm. and not just saying that because it's a catchphrase among Christians: God's glory, God's glory, God's right. glory. But also, you're just like, man, like I want to do that for God. Amen. And that excites us. That motivates Amen. us. That hope. That just maybe they, maybe not, you know. But there's a chance that God would get glory from this, and I'll take that chance uh, every day. So, Amen. And and I think that wraps it up, so that they may adorn. Yeah like the the felt for the diamonds right yes. the telescope for the yes the planets so right? we want to see it and that's our goal is that we're we're to be these instruments so that people could see Jesus better amen yeah amen so um
1: as we close out uh pastor Witt asked us to question uh as he was closing out the sur- uh, the service and says what is our motivation mm mm-hmm. mhm what is our motivation, guys? And I want you to resonate on that this week uh, as as we think of uh, following God mm-hmm. and serving because we do not just want to be moral people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We want to be Christ followers who adorn Jesus Christ, yeah. our Savior. Yeah. And so, Wid, I thank Amen. you so much for bringing that yeah. uh, out for us.
0: Yeah. Uh, and would you close us out in prayer? Yeah, of course. Uh, Heavenly Father, we pray that you be glorified in all that we do. We think, uh, even uh, if the world sometimes only sees us as doing good deeds, Lord, we know, mm-hmm. Lord, that in our heart of hearts, we just want to please you uh, with uh, everything that we do, everything we think, everything we feel. Uh, we have you at the center, Lord, so that uh, perhaps someone may see or uh, and give you glory. And even if they don't, Lord, we, our aim in life, is to give you glory because Christ uh, laid down his life for us, Lord. We want to lay down our lives, not to earn your favor, Lord, uh, but to bring you honor and blessing and glory because you deserve it forever and ever. And we pray this all in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.